Welcome to TC Realty's Nonsense Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Chamberlain, along with my co-host, Kevin Kolbach, and our great producer, Kevin 2.0. Let's get it. Hey folks, welcome to this week's episode of TC Realty's Nonsense Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Chamberlain, along with my co-host, Kevin Hobart. Kevin, how you doing today? Doing good. I'm um, looking forward to our live feed we got going. Yeah, this will be our experiment. Yeah, our, this is our first one where we're actually recording and we'll be uploading to the YouTube channel. Now, typically, in between our segments, we um, we we talk about things that are not on the air right so i we'll still have to be a little careful on that we always ask are the mics on right right because okay. i've seen too many people get busted by hot mics <laughs> in their careers yeah yeah <laughs> yep and we're not trying to do that here nope nope okay so this week on the real estate portion i want to talk a little bit about what to expect if you're a buyer and you're coming into the current market because Go. you know the market changes daily weekly monthly every quarter it's always different of course so you know and i'm just going off some of what my agents right now are dealing with um you know these houses our inventory so low so i pulled some numbers from bullet county's mls and the entire mls in april of 2022 there was 120 homes listed in bullet county April of 2023, there was 96 homes listed. Okay. That's a 20% drop from last year. So it's a very competitive market. So when these buyers are coming into the market, I don't think they always understand that if the house is right for you, you don't have a lot of time to think about it. No. Have you ran across that? Yeah. We, we I mean, so on one of my listings, we've had people look at it mm-hmm. and they're very interested and mm-hmm. a lot of times they'll say well we want to take the weekend we right and look you should always take the, the amount of time that you need to make yourself comfortable yeah but, i mean i don't want i don't want any of my clients if i'm representing the buyer to jump in and rush into anything of course not but i have seen it where i've showed them a house and they're like let us think about it no problem take all the time you want because this is a very big investment for you and they call me back in 12 hours. Okay, we're ready to put an offer in. Well, guess what? It's right. under contract. It's already gone. It's already gone. So after that happens three or four or five times, it gets frustrating to a first-time home buyer. Right. Because they're like, man, I even meant to buy a home. And, you know, getting beat out on, you know, different. Megan, for instance, one of my agents, Megan, she, I showed a house for her Saturday evening. They, they were taking offers till Sunday evening, Mother's Day night. They submitted an offer right off the bat. There was, there was a cash offer. Now, it was a low cash offer, but they got beat right off the bat. And then they were kind of, uh, I think they were a little disappointed they got beat. But if you're coming in with an offer, when we're this short on inventory, you got to come in all of it. Right. Because, you know, I had the same kind of thing happen on a house I showed. They were taking offers till Sunday. We may have showed the same house. Is it in Mount Washington? No, this is in Shepherdsville. Oh. And I hadn't seen that in about a year. Right. Where mm-hmm. they're doing the, we're holding offers until yep. such and such time. So I did what you did. I checked the inventory. It was starting to get low. Oh, yeah. And that's when that starts to happen. But I thought we were getting away from that. Because that is, it's a frustrating way to, to, to deal. Especially if you're a buyer. 
Oh, a hundred percent. Especially if you're a first time buyer. Right. Can you never, you don't, you're not expecting that. I've had clients just say, you know what? I'm just going to wait six months or a year to look again because they got beat out on three or four of them Mm -hmm. or, you know, before they got to put their offer in, it was already under contract. Right. Um, Here's some more numbers. So this is the entire Louisville MLS, which covers all surrounding counties um, and covers a lot of part of Kentucky. In April of 2022, there was 1,947 homes listed. In 2023, there was 1,534. So that's a 21% drop, which 20% is a lot. That is a lot. You know, from year to year or one month. And that starts to change the market when it does that when you it, get it when you get a drop that way. Yeah, uh, and it's it's a very good advantage for sellers. And I think the next episode I'm gonna I'm gonna talk a little bit about what to expect if you're gonna list your house right now in this market to kind of piggyback off this. So if you were representing a buyer, Kevin, what would be your recommendation or your guidance to them in this current market we're having right now? Well, a lot of that would depend on their situation, and if they had. You know, if they had a house that met, like we talked about on a previous podcast, if it hits all your wants, right? maybe it touches some of your needs, you know, and it's financially right for them. I always say, you know, it, it's not my money that I'm spending. Right. So I be real careful. I always try to be real careful how I word it. But I'm like, if you feel it, if you know this is it, don't sit on it for days. Because when you come <clears> back, <throat> when you come back to it, so, there are people out there that will walk in. And make an offer on the front porch. I've seen them make an offer without seeing the house. Right. Just off the pictures. And they say, you know, you're going to know majority of the time, not all the time, majority of the time, if you like the house just by looking at the pictures. So it's funny you say that because when, when we're done here, I got to scoot to Bardstown and show that house. Right. I, I've never seen somebody so excited about a house they haven't seen. That's awesome. It's great. Yeah. It's great. And they're like, I just think this is it. I just and it may not be right. who knows, but it goes along with what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, you know, everybody keeps saying, you know, we just went to the um, Glar Day at the Races, which is um, a day that all the realtors get together and go to the track for the day. Right. And I talked to several agents and brokers while I was there, and they're like, "Are the interest rates hurting you?" And I'm like, "I haven't seen an effect on the interest rates." I mean, we have 26 under contract right now. Right. As a brokerage. Um, so I've really not even heard the first peep from a client saying interest rates. Right. Have you? No, not not as much. Uh, you not know, as much as I thought we would be. No, here. I haven't. Um, on the house that I was listing, there, you know, I, I had a few discussions of people saying, wait, I want to wait and see what the, you know, from, from other agents. Yeah. Their people looked at it. Yeah. And even they would say, you know, we know that's not going to happen. Yeah, the rates are not going down. No. These are here to stay for a couple of years. Right. So unless you have the patience and the willpower to wait a couple of years. And, and go do the four-letter word and rent. Yeah, and rent, you know, the 100% interest rate. Right, right. Um, but, you know, I just think if you're coming into the market right now looking to buy, the advice I would give you is have some patience. Mm-hmm. Trust your agent. Trust their knowledge of the market. That's, right. that's important. I don't know if you're a first time because I think I get buyer's remorse sometimes no matter what I buy. So mm-hmm. you're going to have that feeling of, is this the right thing to do? Mm-hmm. You're going to have that no matter what. Mm-hmm. you know. And that's just something that you have to try to navigate with your with your spouse, your family, mm-hmm. whoever. Sure. 
whoever it is that you're dealing with because you're going to have that feeling. You know, and it's I, hard to pull the trigger. It is. So, you know, I'll give you a perfect example. I just closed on a house and I had both sides on it this past Thursday. First time home buyer. Um, the, I had the listing. It was a mom getting ready to go into a nursing home and the kids wanted to be able to pay a private care for her to get her some better care. So they were going to list the house. It's been a family house for 56 years. Every child grew up in that house. Right. So it was a lot of emotions for them. So after navigating through all that, I had this young couple call me and say, hey, my mom lives around the corner. I've always loved this house. I grew up in this neighborhood. I'd like to see it. We walked in the front door, and they were like, this is it. Right. This is the one for me? This is it. Right. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down. Let's look at the rest of the house. You know, they were already um, pre-qualified. So I was like, you know, let's go through the house, see what you think about everything, what don't you like, what you like, you know. And when you're representing both sides, it's a very thin line there. Right. It's It's tough. Um, So we went through it all, and they were like, this is it. I said, do you want to go home and think about it? No, we know this is it. And there's people that will do that. And, And they did, and they pulled the trigger, and we closed last Thursday. And... They were so happy, and that's the people I love helping because here they closed the office. I mean, they were crying, happy tears. Sure. The seller was here crying sad tears because it's their— They're losing their home. They're losing their home. You probably started crying. I did not, um, but I felt bad for both sides. You know, I felt bad because I knew that, you know, he grew up there. Right. You know, and he was the oldest. Sure. And then I also felt happy for the buyers because they're starting— and the buyers told the seller, he said, they said, look— you all made so many lifelong family memories there. It's our turn to make those memories. Sure. And I think that made him feel really good. And that's part of the business that's, you know, that's why closing, it's not just the money aspect of it. It is, you see people, everybody's happy. Yeah. You know, and it's always great. It is, you know, so just remember folks, jump, jump in the market right now, find you an agent that you feel comfortable with, that you can mesh with, trust them and their knowledge, and don't be afraid to pull the trigger if it's the right house for you. For sure. Because if you wait, that house may be gone and you may have to settle for something you really didn't want. And you never want that. You That's never the worst want that. feeling. When you, when you see a client kind of like, eh. mm, I guess I'll buy it. But right. Like, and you're mm. like, well, this is going to end badly. Yeah. You know, you, so you know, you get a long road. You can tell, your agent can tell, have seen enough showings, yep. done enough to know within five minutes where mm-hmm. this is going. Yeah. Okay, so that's all I want to really get into was just to, you know, what to expect if you're a buyer getting ready to hit this market. Can I ask a question? Yeah, out here? yeah. Do you have bar graphs over there? I have bar graphs, And yeah. sticky note notes? I do, yeah. Um, you know, the one thing that I always try to teach my agents that they never, most of the time don't do is become prepared. Right. Um, <laughs> so, you know, yeah, I'm prepared. All right. It's, I have bar graphs. I have uh, all kinds of, you know, all kinds of stuff, man, going on over here. There's a lot of statistics that you normally don't bring to the podcast yeah. with you. Normally, you just sit down and you have, like, stuff written on an envelope. You know, my mind is so big right. that I, I can hold a lot of information. It's got to be to fit in your head. Right. I understand. Yeah, yeah. That's why I wear an extra large hat. <laughs> um, yeah. I so just, it's just like I don't know who you are anymore. That looks so professional. All well, organized you know, and neat. Usually, I have it all in my head, but... Um, <laughs> It's just just getting past Derby Week, and I'm trying to dry out. I got you. It's a good <laughs> dr- call. Me I too. For like seven days in a row, I think. Me too. Um, including Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm just trying to dry out and get my thoughts together. All right. Well, 
I'm, I'm happy for you. Okay, good deal. Okay, well, we're going to get out of here, take our first break, and when we come back, we'll have some nonsense. This segment's going to be brought to you by Amber Mahoney and Ruoff Mortgage. We both used Amber in the past. Absolutely. We know her capabilities and how she can help first-time homebuyers, refinancing, just about anything that you need program-wise. She's our go-to person. I send a lot of my clients to Amber. Uh, she's very easy to get a hold of. She's always responsive to my calls. And every client I have sent to her have given nothing but good reviews back. Right. So let's get through the legal stuff for Amber. Um, her NMLS number is 13526. You can reach her at 502-741-4612 or amber.mahoney, that's M-A-H-O-N-E-Y, at ruoff, dot com. Ruoff Mortgage is an equal housing lender and member of the Better Business Bureau, NMLS number 141868. This advertisement is not a commitment to lender qualifications are required. And you let her know that Tom and Kevin sent you. Hey, welcome back to the nonsense portion of our podcast. And I know Kevin's trying not to lie since I didn't say folks. Um, but Kevin, so what do you got for us that's really stupid this week? <laughs> well, it? first of all, first of all. <laughs> okay. People, you need to go check out the YouTube channel and see Kevin Holbach's Serena Williams golf visor. I wore, that, visor wore that just for you. Yeah, it says Las Vegas. That's I think right. it's his wife's. <laughs> I, got, I got this in Las Vegas. Imagine that. Of all places. Okay, so go ahead and go this, with your nonsense stuff. This is the good one, though. Just so you know, the rest of them were dirty. Were, from what? I, I don't really know. They just get dirty? <laughs> they just got dirty. So... Um, first of all, shout out to Megan for our, for those of you looking on yeah. the video, we got some, she surprised cool us with some Yeti, um, yeah. um, I think they're coffee cups, but Kevin's using it as a bourbon cup. Oh, is that for coffee? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> That's yeah. got the, uh, TC Realty Nonsense uh, will, logo on it. I will put coffee in it when I leave. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So, uh, we got a few things today okay. that I wanted to touch on, um, Going from, I want to talk about your bingo, and I think I want to start with that okay. because we just finished up bingo, mm-hmm. and then but coming up, I want to talk about Robert De Niro having a kid at seventy nine. Oh boy, I seen that. Yeah, we have a uh, a Facebook neighborhood beef uh, in my subdivision, mm-hmm. and um, it was sent to me anonymously mm-hmm. by someone. Um, his name rhymes with Stacy Plark. Oh, okay. So, okay. but yeah. you, you know, you don't want people to know no, exactly, who right. yeah, exactly who it is. And will I be able in the, in this segment here throw one at you? Yeah, I'd love. I'd I'd like that. I okay. got a lot, but I can kick some of these over okay. too because I know. So we, start out wherever you want to. Well, let's let's. I want to. I know that you just finished retiring from bingo. Yeah, I'm retired now. And I want you to talk a little bit about your last your last time there. So I I do some fill in for the American Legion Post 157 here in Shepherdsville. Um, and I call bingo for them on Mondays when they're short people. And um, I used to not mind it. I used to enjoy it going there and calling bingo. But lately, all these old women have gotten so mean. I mean, like, mean, mean. Like, I know my grandma used to play bingo. And I, I don't remember her being that mean, but maybe she was. See, I got a totally different remembrance of going with my grandma. Well, I remember grandma getting mad at me a lot. 
um, messing up her little. They didn't have daubers back then. They had the magnets. That's what I was getting ready to talk about. Yeah, I'd move the magnets around. She'd get heated. Well, me and my cousin used to play a game. We take that wand mm-hmm. and see how close we can get to the magnets. You know, without and like try to pop one off. Right. But what we forgot is they would all touch, mm-hmm. and then they would just all pull off. Yeah. So she was messed up. She would take the wand and smack us on the wrist with it. That hurts. Oh, over and over. But my grandma was, I, I adored my grandma, but mm-hmm. was the worst when it bingo. Yeah. So last like night. She was focused. Last night, I think um, I declared my retirement at bingo last night. Um, these ladies, boy, I tell you what, if you, if you call too fast, they're yelling at you. And I mean yelling at you. If you call too slow, they're yelling at you. So why don't you have like a shot clock? I do. For like bingo. No, but I do. It's on my screen. It says 26 seconds in between each. So when they see it counting down. They don't see it. Only I can see it. So why don't you put it like on the screen it's behind not the way you, it's, it's like not, a college basketball shot clock. That's not the way it's designed. That way everybody knows when the next number is That's coming. not way it's, it's not the way it works. But you you got to make you got to make changes. I'm a volunteer and this is all I'm doing. So just so you know, it's a great program. It raises money and we we give back to our local Bullock County vets. Nothing better in this world. For well, that. I, I get that, but. but if they call too slow, if you call, they're saying you you calling too fast. Well, I'm looking at the numbers. It's 26 seconds in between them. When it hits zero, I call the next number, and then they'll say, "Well, you're calling too slow, or you're calling too fast." And last night it was a packed house, and they were so loud nobody could hear anything. So I asked them nicely, "Hey, folks, you know, can you all quieten down so everybody can play and enjoy their time?" They wouldn't listen, so I started yelling. I got on that microphone. I started screaming, "Hey, quiet down! If I don't hear your bingo, if you bingo, I'm just gonna split with somebody else." That really got them fired up. Yeah, you don't mess with their money. No. So, and you met Rob Sunday. Mm-hmm. So he was up there, and we drank six Vegas bombs before I started. Oh, so you were already ready to go. Already ready to go. Yeah, there's nothing worse than a buzz bingo caller. And I'm thinking we're going to go out in the parking lot, and everybody's going to want to scrap with me afterwards. So when you call a number, why don't you just comb the room and kind of tell when everybody's done? I do, but I still I go off the timer. That's what that's what the state requires you to do. The state? Yeah, it's gambling. It's gaming. What? Oh, yeah. No, we know right. it's not. Right. But it's, it's state-regulated, like you state, got to have a shot yes. clock? Yes. Well, okay. Yeah, on my on my computer screen, it tells me how many seconds between each call. So even though I'm doing it per what they want, the ladies in a crowd are like, "Hey, too fast, too slow." Did you call anybody a name? Um, like out loud, like I don't think so. I mean, there might be video, but uh, I mean, I don't think I did. Okay. But I'm just saying, these women are very angry people. No, they may be sweet. Old, they may be sweet old grannies at home. And the sweetest people in the world, but when you put a bingo card in front of them, it's like it flips a switch. Do you ever watch Impractical Jokers? Mm, not so much. Well, the probably one of the best skits they did is they make Sal, and most people watch it, they make him call bingo. Oh, wow. When he doesn't have bingo. Oh, well, there was a lady there last night. She was a young person, and she called three different games. She said bingo and didn't have it any of the time. So they that really sent them Do off. Do you know all the things like the double floating oh, post square? Absolutely with the, lollipop. With the triangle. There's a lollipop. Lollipop. What's a lollipop? It's a postage stamp in a corner and then a line off of a diagonal. So it's a slanted lollipop. Yes. And then you got the four corners. Four corners. You get cover all. You get, straight you, you bingo. Got small diamond, big diamond. There's a small diamond and a big diamond. Yeah. I haven't been in like twenty five oh, years. Dude. So do do you check the card? 
Um, so I hit a verify button and they read off a serial number. So I type a serial number in. It tells me if it's a good bingo or not. Really? Yeah. It's high tech. So you don't have to stand there and like actually look at it. You no. just put in a number and they, then it like they, gives you a big X. If you don't, it don't give me a big X. Like a, it just tells uh, me if it's a good bingo or not a good bingo. Do you say go sit down? No, I tell them it's not a good bingo. Check your card. And then what? And then I continue on calling numbers. You start the shot clock again? Shot the shot clock again. Is there a timeout? Can somebody call like a timeout? No, out? there's no timeouts. Nothing like that. Hmm. But I'm going to tell you, if, if you want some entertainment, boy. We, we need to just go one night. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go as a participant. Do you do the daubers or the magnets? Oh, it's all daubers. Nobody, it's all daubers. Nobody's used no magnets chips, since the 80s. No magnets. That was the 80s. Okay. I mean, you could even buy daubers there. And you see these ladies, they're, I mean, they're 80 years old, and they're playing like 600 cards. I'm thinking, how in the world are you yeah, knowing? Yeah, what. My grandma would play a table this size. Yeah, yeah. And she'd stand up and, do, you know, two-hand the, the daubers. Dang. once they start. Oh, yeah. Yeah, put that on. That's where, that's where you learned the two-handed method, wasn't <laughs> that's it? Where, that's where you get it from. Right. It's instilled. Right. So, yeah, my bingo days are over. I'm officially retired. Um, I have advised them to train somebody else for a fill-in. It's a good call. I'm tired of getting yelled at. That's a good job for Kelsey. Oh boy, she has not got the patience for that. They, you ought, yeah, but you should make like every agent go call one. Man, she would lose her mind right. on that one. So I'd like to see that. She's pretty high strung as it is. Okay. Um, so I got a Facebook post for you. Okay. <clears throat> we we wore we've already worn out your parking lot situation. Oh, so, uh, bef- okay. So are you talking about the bear nose? Yeah. Okay. That's what I was gonna throw yeah. at you. So, oh, that same one yeah. you had for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I didn't know if you saw that or not. Oh, boy, did I. And I was reading all the comments. That's what I was getting ready to say. So, if you go back through and read all the comments, I wrote a couple of them down. Mm-hmm. It was 100% support of the people uh, of the of Berenos. Of Berenos. Yeah. Berenos, from the people I didn't get the Berenos. same love. And some of them were businesses shouldn't be blocked. Right. Start towing people and they won't come back. Well, the person that says start towing people, they won't come back is the same one that was bashing me in my parking lot. Same person. Right. It's your business. So they're like, I don't know which way to go. It's your business. Do Mm -hmm. what you want. Mm -hmm. And one lady said, it's a shame you have to deal with the complete disrespect of your own property. Yes. Now, it's a business just like here. Mm Mm-hmm. But yet, it's two different scenarios. I was hoping you didn't see that. Oh, no, I did, boy. Um, Somebody sent it to me. I forgot who it was. Oh, my sister, Amy, sent it to me. Oh, okay. And she said, I hope they get bashed like you did. No. They did not. It was all in support. No, I thought that... And it has to still do with the school kids. Right. But it was all love for Barry Nose. But I think... I did see the one guy say, well, it's the only time I know you're open is when I see all the cars in the parking lot. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) So, but they... These people did everything but go up there and buy a pizza. And they probably did that, too. In support. Mm -hmm. And so I saw that, and I was like, that is... That's fantastic. That is 100% social media. The same people that were bashing me was supporting them on the same exact issue. Right. Well, that's why, I mean, the other 80% of the people don't get on social media and say anything. Right. You've got 20% of the people sitting at home with nothing to do, and that's how that comes to be. Oh, I thought it was funny. That was exactly what I was going to bring to you. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I caught that yesterday when I was, oh, I get on all those sites a couple of days before. Yeah. See, I get off all those sites now just because I get mad. Well, I don't, I don't, I re, I can like, Shay does that. She reads them and goes, I want to comment. And I'm like, just, it don't affect you. Right. Just read it in entertainment and mm-hmm. just let it be. Mm-hmm. 
So, but when I'm preparing for all this stuff, mm-hmm. I go through all all the, of them. Oh yeah, yeah, and try to pick out the uh, the good ones. Yeah, yeah, and I got a I got a couple of the good okay. ones. Okay, let's keep rolling. Okay, so I want to address this neighborhood issue. Okay, and that's in our subdivision. Yeah, the Section Eight area. It just came up. Yeah, in the Section Eight area. Mm-hmm. It just came up yesterday. Okay, and I'll just leave it to you because I know the people involved. So the Facebook post, so we have a cat on our street, and our neighbors try to keep this cat in the house, and they can't. Okay. It's literally impossible. It's the sweetest cat you've ever seen. Mm -hmm. I don't like cats. It just likes outside. It wants to be outside. Mm -hmm. It goes around and visits people. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm, I'm, uh, making your decision easier by saying that, but Mm -hmm. this cat's really nice. Mm -hmm. And... This lady gets on Facebook and says, I finally had it with this cat. Now, is this lady on your street? She lives in Central Park. Okay. So the cat went over there mm-hmm. and said, I finally had it with this with this cat. Mm-hmm. My mom was walking my dog. The cat ran by, and the dog took off chasing the cat, and my mom got slammed into a tree trying to cat hold the dog. Okay. Now... I mean, dogs do chase cats. For this lady, I hope she's okay. It mm-hmm. it lacerated her face, and they Dang. had to take her to the emergency room. Because, no kidding. because yeah, it slammed her into a tree. What and kind of dog she got? I don't know. But she Chihuahua? Said, she said, I better not see that cat again. Or what? I don't know or what. There mm-hmm. was really no or what. Mm-hmm. So everybody's posting... Um, you know, prayers for your mom. Hope mm-hmm. your mom's okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And finally, this one guy chimes in and goes, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Would you like us to round up all the wildlife in the park and everybody else so your dog don't chase anything else? Maybe your dog's the problem. Did you ever think about that? Do I know the person that made that comment? No, you don't okay. know these people. So I'm just wondering who you got, the dog or the cat? So you, you kind of get what I'm saying? The yeah, dog chased so, the cat. Grandma so, tried to hold the dog and got slammed into a tree. Okay, a few things here to dissect. Dogs do chase wildlife. Mm-hmm. So it's a very valid point the guy had. Um, it's going to chase cats, it's going to chase deer, going to chase rabbits, whatever it sees it's going to chase. Mm-hmm. Um, should grandma maybe, and I'm glad grandma's going to be okay, but should she have had a better hold on it or should she not be walking it if she couldn't handle the dog? That's a point somebody made. Why are you walking a dog you can't control? Right. Um, on the cat side, cats are cats. Yeah. I mean, I mean. This cat goes around and visits everybody. I mean, I, I don't like I said, it's, you know, she gets in my garage sometimes, but she doesn't really bother anything. Right. But here's the thing, though. If it wasn't that cat, could it have been a stray cat that ran in front of it and the dog did the same thing? We'll see if this skews it. There's rules in our guidelines that all animals must be contained on your property. Well, I mean, they don't, no, because your HOA is junk. Right. I mean, I mean, let's well, you just need face to talk it. To our, you need to talk to our president, Casey, Casey Clark. Clark, the president. HOA president. I mean, I've seen several HOA violations in your neighborhood. Just driving through it. Just driving through right. it. So, you know, if you're going to enforce one, you got to enforce them all. Right. Right. So the cat, the, I don't think the cat is violating the HOA policy. No, and that cat is like, they ought to name it Houdini. It just disappears. Right. Right. So, but there's a huge Facebook war going on now on there. The comments, I think it got taken down because I tried to update it a minute ago mm. about whose side you're on, either the cat or the dog. Because I guess grandma got pretty hurt trying yeah, to hurt the dog. I hate that. I hate that anybody got hurt. Yeah, but you know, that's not, that's not funny. No, not at all. But I'm just wondering if grandma should have been walking the dog in the first place. Like, I, I don't really let Macy take 
Athena out for well, a while. No kidding. I mean, <laughs> for that reason, right? She couldn't hold her if she had to. Right. I need to know what kind of dog it is. Really, I mean, nice. if it's a Chihuahua, it can't be a Chihuahua. You can't walk a Chihuahua. No, you can. Is it dog like Siva? It, it ran her and chased it. I don't think you could walk. That's that's too. Can you put a dog like that on a leash? Absolutely. You put Siva on a leash. I have. He hates it. Because well, he's, he's a free willing kind of dog. But he's also four inches tall. Right. Weighs so, three pounds. Right. So, so you don't you don't have to put them. You on know, leash. I think. Um, I'm kind of on the cat side on this one, man. Let the cat be. Well, once this guy made the comment, his comment got like nine likes. Yeah. You know, it's just people not wanting to say anything. Right. But just, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of on the cat side. I mean. It could have been a squirrel. It could have been. I mean, there's a lot of squirrels over there, a right. lot of rabbits. Right. You know, there's deer in that and black part of it. When somebody said it could have been a squirrel, her response was, what wasn't? Well, I mean, she's she's right. It right. wasn't. But we can't, you but know. But how does she know it was that cat? She took a picture of it. She saw it again and took a picture of it and said, and we knew who that cat was. It was in the comments. What did your neighbor say about it? She didn't. Didn't? Yeah. She didn't comment on it. Mm. So usually people tag her in it because (laughs) early on the cat would get out and people would start posting pictures of it. And then, like, this cat's out and she would comment, it's fine, we got a collar on her, you know, no need to worry about it. Right. So... But it, it become an issue. I mean, here's got the hurt. thing: animals are animals. They're they're you know they're meant to roam. They're meant to get out. I mean, it happens. Uh, if the cat would rather be outside, I don't see a problem. In most it. most cats go out at night. I told you about my buddy Will. He lets his cat out at night. Yeah, and it, it'll bring back like yeah, a, it just hunts all it, night. It bring back like a deer carcass. Right, leave it on his front porch. So, what was the overall consensus of this post? Who was was it pro dog or well, pro see, cat? I think the people more where they would just say hope you hope your mom's okay uh, and that's true i do hope that she's okay well yeah of course and they're kind of staying out of it when that guy put that post up i'm just going to come out and say it you know everybody yeah. was liking that one mm-hmm. so but which probably know, upset the lady that made the post yeah and then there's people that just hate cats and they're like i'm not a cat fan no, I don't, whatsoever I can't, I can't stand them they no, creep me out they do they're, they're the the devil of the animals no i'm i'm i agree with that and we talked about that before they yeah. they just Stare they're at sneaky. You. Yeah, you turn around and they're there. I think they're always thinking how they're going. How how can they kill you? When when Aubrey lived with us and those two cats were there, I think when I'd walk downstairs, that's what they were looking at yeah. me, and like, it was how can we take you out while you sleep? Right, and then eat you. Yes, I so. think that's very possible. Well, I hope she's okay. Um, moral story is don't walk a dog you can't handle. Right, and catch this run. And can't. Cats, just don't take your dog out if you can't keep it under wraps. Right. Um, we think about Robin De Niro being a dad at 79. Dude, I've seen that, and that blew – I mean, I've got so many questions on That's, that. I'd love, to, I'd love to have him sitting here, and I want to know if he had it frozen. No, he's getting it done at 79. I don't think he is, yeah. man. Robert De Niro? I mean, he is the, he is a G. Right. Um, I just don't – I mean, 79 – uh, who was the big um, <coughs> one of the big musicians just had a had a kid um, hang on it I'd have to somebody, somebody out there is saying it mm-hmm. uh, one of the famous guitar people or somebody just had a kid in, mm. in their 70s man 70 years old Seven, but he's but he's on the back side of 70s yeah he's almost 80 right and how old's his wife like 45 good for him right yeah I mean, that just blows my mind that he is having children. I mean, now, you get to say, hey, growing up, yeah, my dad's Robert De Niro, 
Right, but when you're 10, your dad's 90. Dead. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's, I don't know, man. There's that. But, I mean, 79 getting it done. I still think it's frozen. I just don't think he's, you don't, I don't think he's up to the, why would he freeze He's it? not up to the task. But why, why, why would he Because his wife it? wanted another child. But when do you think he froze it? I don't know. I mean, I wasn't there. You think it's been in the did, freezer for 15 years? Did you help him freeze no, it? No, but when, at what point would you go, you know what we need to do? When she says, hey, I know you're getting old and you can't muster up the energy anymore. And, uh, and you know, I want would, a kid. Do you know what he would say to that? What? I'm Robert effing De Niro. <laughs> I, I have the energy. Have you seen my movies? Right. Plus, they got medicines and pills and injections and implants and all that stuff. Implants. Where do you go? Mexico and get all this done? I don't know. They just they have they have that kind of stuff. Do so they? You can still. How do you know? I mean, CNN. CNN tells you. That's <laughs> all that. All that. All that. Mm. They've got a uh, medical dude on there talking mm. about it all the time. Okay, cool. He's common sense. I mean, he didn't. They, he didn't just decide to freeze it. You don't know. Twenty years ago. I'd like to. I like to have more details on this. Yeah. And if he did muster up the energy, I'm glad he didn't break a hip trying. But what details do you want? Like if it's frozen or not. That just how how the job got how done. How the job got done. I got. I you. mean, 80 years old. Because I know a lot of 80 year olds, and I can't see them mustering the energy up. Was it Mick Jagger? That wouldn't surprise me. Does that sound right, Kevin? Mm-hmm. Maybe it was Mick Jagger. One of them guys. One of the Aerosmith guys, I think. Hmm. Just become a dad again, or Nicky Six too. Yeah. Seventies. God, these guys. The rock stars. I mean, they've been getting the job done for 50 years. Mm. Man, oh, man. Yeah, just don't stop. So, well, all right. Did you vote today? Um, I did not. I did not. So disappointing. I know. Um, Honestly, I forgot. So I got so busy with what I was doing, I forgot. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so, you know. This next governor's race, the, the next four years. I'll you, vote in the next governor's you, race. No, you, in the primary, you can't say if your guy don't win, you just you can't complain because you didn't go do your civic duty. Two point oh, did you vote? No. Oh my god, what is wrong with you all? I just it's your think, right. I just didn't think about it today. They've had early voting for a week and a half. Are you wearing your I voted sticker? Absolutely, I am. I'm proud that I voted. You voted at like 8 o'clock this morning. I voted at 6.45. And you've been wearing it all day. I put it on there, and I ain't ain't thought about it since. Do you know what the turnout's expected to be? 10%. 10%. I know. That's sad. Because people like you that don't go vote is why it's 10%. 30% of this room showed up, so you did as well. Right. (laughs) <laughs> right, one third of this room. Thirty-three point three three percent. That's higher than the statistical. Yeah, show that, that's ex- sad. Expectation. That's sad. So, but everybody yeah. wants to complain, but nobody wants to go do anything about I it. I rarely complain about anything. Oh boy, that's such a lie. Hardly yeah. ever. Um, I predict um, it will be Daniel Cameron versus Bashir. Yeah, that's probably about right. And then if Ryan Corals end up getting it over Daniel Cameron, I really wouldn't be mad about that either. Yeah. I mean, I think Corals or Cameron both do a good job. Well, I mean, Cameron didn't come on the KSR debate. That's, that probably helped him it not hurt probably him. hurt him. We had this text discussion about KSR, and now they're – what are they into now? What are they discussing? What are you talking about? In our text. I mean, do, do I need to go back and read oh. the text? 
No, we're not going to bring that up. Okay, so that's what that KSR was, is into now. No wonder Daniel Cameron didn't go no, on there. No, what I text you wasn't. What he texted you is what? About the chess player. Everybody knows about the cheating chess player. No, that's not what I'm referring to. No, I, that one didn't wasn't on KSR. That one I just he, he No, the one he said was on KSR. Yes, that was the cheating chess player. The mm. one I said oh, I found. Oh, that's right. How they're cheating when they're using electric. What was it? Things. What, electric what? It just, you know, inserts. Right. We'll call them inserts. Call them inserts. Yeah. And electric. that's the discussion that you all have on KSR. And you wonder why Daniel Cameron did not want to come on there and debate. Well, can you get him on here? Well, I'd have talk. a better chance getting him on here than KSR I would. I won't talk about that kind of stuff. Right. I'll keep it strictly, you know, about politics. Yeah, that would be... Um, you know, I have some connections. I may try to get a couple state reps or state senators to come on and talk. Okay. That'd be kind of cool. Can we talk about if they cheat during chess? <laughs> well, absolutely. <laughs> we'll because I them. don't... I mean, I follow politics, but I'm not... The only thing I ever really cared about that much was a gambling bill. You know, Dan Syme Sr. was a state senator for years, friend of mine. Um, his son just got voted on the Louisville City Council, Metro Louisville City Council, and he was a big proponent for passing, help help passing the um, the medical marijuana when, right. when he was in Senate. So I wouldn't mind getting Dan Syme Jr. on to talk about. I mean, they, they did so much research. I mean, they went to California, Colorado on how much it was helping people. So, yeah, just some food for thought. Yeah, no, that'd be going. That'd be going. Okay, what else you got? Um, so did you see the outcome of the, the guys who were stuffing weights in their fish? Did you hear this story? Yeah, I seen the story when it happened. Did they get, didn't they just plead guilty or something? Ju- it just come out today. Mm-hmm. They ended up getting, so for those of you that don't know, these guys were winning all these fish tournaments by putting weights in the fish. And they got caught. Which is a common practice in tournament fishing. <laughs> well, I guess. I mean, it is. I mean, I've seen no, it. I'm I've not heard. Of, I've not, not seen it. I've heard about it several but, times. But now, I guess you got to start running all the fish through metal detectors. Well, they, if you win a tournament, you have to go through a lie detector. So they've been they've been beating <laughs> these lie detectors. Lie detector. You ain't like beat a lie detector. <laughs> I can beat. Like, I can beat a lie detector. Sounds like you know from experience. Get somebody on here to do a lie detector. I bet I can beat it. Wow. It's all in the mind. It's all in the mind. Right. And your mind's what? So we can't keep thoughts together <laughs> no, so it, it won't catch you? I confuse the lie detector. It's like, you know what? Inconclusive. Oh, nice. So, but, but. Have you had to use that before as the a defense? Li- the lie detector or my mind? Both. Yes. Okay. So the men were stuffing weights in the fish. Yep. A walleye tournament in, I think it was Wisconsin. Yeah, but here's the problem. If you're going to do that, when one. Every now and then. Oh, this dude won like a hundred and seventy-five thousand dollar bass win, boat and don't, everything. Don't win nine consecutive fish tournaments right. and just be like I'm the best. Greedy, right? It's like when a guy gets caught robbing the seventh bank. Mm-hmm. Stop at four. Right. If you got away with four of them, why would you push your luck? Right. Once you once you rob four banks, you're good. You're good. You, you don't you're need, set for life. You don't need to do any more. Right. But they continued on and got caught. So, what was their penalty? I haven't seen the penalty. They had to give back the boat. Okay, that was a nice boat. It wasn't like one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. Yeah, something like that for a bass boat. I don't know how can you a bass boat be one hundred seventy-five thousand? Man, I I tell you what, these prices on everything, man. My tritune was way more than I ever thought it was going to be. Well, mine was too, uh, and it's not as big as yours, but they. uh, That happens a lot. Ten days in jail. Each of them got 10 days in jail. 
I'm surprised they got any jail time. Really? I mean, it's fraud. Well, I guess you're right. Yeah, so good point. They were um, they were basically tried tried and uh, did they plead guilty or go to trial? I don't know. Okay. I just saw that they got ten days each. I'm sure they got jail. some fines too. Oh yeah, I think it. Well, they it was maybe a hundred thousand. Mm, probably paying back. All, probably paying back all the winnings that they'd won. Right, but if you're gonna cheat in something, a fish tournament. There's big money in those, man. And it should have been animal animal cruelty charges. That's another good point, yeah. So, I mean, I guess catching them is do one they, thing. Do they, catch, do they consider a fish an animal, though, or? Well, what, do you, what else would you consider it? I mean. I mean, if I just stand on 44 and start chucking bass out into the yard, <laughs> out into the street, banging them off people's windshield, that's, that's frowned upon. Yes, it's frowned upon. PETA would be out front margin. PETA. So, I need to make that a topic. I forgot how much you like PETA. Oh, man, they're my favorites. But I got a story about PETA, how I got a death threat. But what else would fish be if it's not an animal? I had to call the FBI. A mammal? No, it wouldn't be a mammal. It don't have hair. Oh. <laughs> so, what do you call it? Um, it's an animal. Okay. I'm going to go with that. So, it falls under the animal cruelty? Sure. I guess. I don't know. I don't either. That's, that's out, of my, out of my realm. But, yeah, I mean, 10 days? Yeah, 10 days, give up your boat. and They probably lost their fishing privileges for some time, I would guess. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. So, okay. Interesting. Yeah, I think we got to wrap up here, don't we? Yeah, I think so. You got to go do a showing? Uh, Yeah. So, okay, guys. So, I guess we've um, had a lot of good nonsense for today. So, just to recap, Kevin's wearing his Serena Williams visor. Yep. Um, it says Las Vegas. You can see it on YouTube. You ain't even gotta. You ain't even gotta imagine how good it looks. It looks awful. You can just go check it out. It goes along great with that mop he's got on his head. Mm-hmm. And um, so we'll catch you next week with uh, more real estate information and more nonsense. We'll see you next week. See you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Just follow us on all the social media platforms. Just search TC Realty. And be prepared every Monday while dropping new episodes in the famous words of Dre. Just chill till the next episode.